tanked up the podcast about video games and craft beer it's episode 248 i'm ben joined by lucy hi and joe battle hey we get together every week to chat about video games what's going on in the world of video games what you've been playing all whilst drinking some choice beers Adol. yes how many beers have you got this week seven wow <laughs> <laughs> But I'll probably only have two of them. Okay, good plan, oh. good plan. What are you going to start with? Uh, I'm going to start with a Tiny Rebels Electric Boogaloo. Mm. It's a Passion Fruit Lil Neeper. A Lil Neeper? Lil, I don't know if you can see. Oh, no. As opposed to a Big Neeper. Uh, Is it just a lower? That's A-B-B? L-I-L, not little, yeah. Oh, like a uh, rapper. Yeah. Uh, so, it says, The eye is hazy pale, the nose is passion fruit and citrus, the taste is passion fruit. Uh, we have one rule, never just make vanilla ice cream. Electric Boogaloo, get down on it. Um, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That is all it really says. Okay. Oh, wait, there it is. Sorry, I was looking. It actually, so it is um, malted barley, malted wheat, passion fruit, hops, and yeast. Um, so there is actually, pas- so, so it is the proper passion fruit. It's not just the, the hops they've loaded mm-hmm. it in. Uh, and that's all. I, I don't know any of the other hops or anything like that. Yeah, fair. Uh, Lucy, it's still January. Mm. We're still january yes. it up. Yeah, it's tea today. And I just finished watching the... Buffy episode where the beer turns them into cavemen, so oh, nice. that's why I'm, you know, steer <laughs> clear, you never know. <laughs> it could be something that, you know, on the odd occasion, it's it's worth it's worth waiting for it. I mean, your those beards there that I'm seeing here today, a bit caveman It's true. I mean, mine's all over the place. Mm. I, haven't, I haven't even mm. brushed it today. Wasn't going anywhere. Uh, I mean, I I now have so much unruly top head hair that when I actually wear these over the head earphones, there's just like it just like have to shove hair away so that that I can actually get to the ear. Uh, which is why, boy, is this Nvidia program which automatically kicked in uh, having a real hard time with my hair. Blurry, not blurry. Blurry, not blurry. This is a thing just for basically me, because even if you can see it, you don't care. Sorry. Ben, are you drinking a beer? I am drinking a beer. Um, we've got Hellhound in the chat. Hey, dude, how's it going? Yes, there is a, an, an unskippable ad to start with, unfortunately. Uh, I am drinking a beer from Stigbirds. This is called Julius... Uh, an Xmas tribute, Nipa. It's six point eight percent. I'm still on my one beer kick, so uh, it looks like this. Um, I think it is, at least from what Lewis in the bottle shop said, it is hmm. a clone of uh, Treehouse's Julius, 
which is one of the highest rated beers on like uh, Untapped and all of those sorts of places. Oh. So uh, a few places have done clones. This is Stigbert's version of it. And it's in a lovely gold can. That's the real reason I picked it up. Because I saw this gold can. I'm like, oh shit, what's that? And this is yeah. what it was. So it, It's big pimping. <laughs> oh. Oh. There was a, um, I don't know if either of you saw, there was a beer from Track. Uh, I can't remember if it was a triple IPA or a double. I think it was a triple IPA. But that came, I think it was, a, it was called Gold Top or something like that, which came in a gold can. There's obviously been a run on gold cans somewhere, and everyone's gone, oh, we'll have 500 of those, please. Yeah, I'm guessing whoever basic... I wouldn't be surprised if there's, like, one person who makes the cans that Mm. they all buy from. And they've just been like, hey, it's gold now. I only have a few. Who wants Mm. them? Yeah. Yeah. More than likely. All right, I'm going to pour this. Ooh, it's got a lovely... Lovely big head on it. I'll let that settle for a moment. We'll come back to you, Adel, for the electric no, it's me. boogaloo. Adel two, mm-hmm. electric boogaloo. It's me. Uh, so it is quite light and yellow. Mm. I was expecting maybe more orangey, but it is hazy. I think that's what the tin said. Hazy pale. It looks like a pale ale. On the pour, you could get that that passion fruit waft. Um, immediately I'm getting you know almost um, the nose is almost um, juice Mm. like I'm getting so little beery notes Um, and also I think it's passion fruit and a touch of um, sweet citrus okay which which just makes it feel like like a juice like where where, you know where when grocery stores they're like off brand they're like, yeah, it's mango juice, and then you look at it; it's like sixty percent apple juice, forty percent uh, orange juice, and then uh, like uh, someone spat a mango at it, like um, <laughs> threw it from it's, afar. It, so that citrus is actually making it feel more like squash or juice. Mm, mm. Um, but it's it's really nice. It's it's a nice quality deep passion fruit. It doesn't doesn't smell like fake passion fruit. And like, nice. um, so let me give it a taste. Ooh. 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 Oh, interesting. The finish is a little, a little almost aspartame before it fades into something almost nutty. Oh, okay. Not what I was expecting you to say from the, mm. uh, the different ingredients and things that you'd uh, mentioned. Yeah, I mean, that was my first taste. We'll see if my palate settles. Um, it's definitely passion fruit. Are you getting a little bit of that citrus? I'm actually... So, so you can see there's, like, almost no carbonation. Mm-hmm. It's a touch of a bubbliness to it, though, in the mid. Hmm. And like I said, there's almost, like, a less chemically aspartame sort of drying out taste going on. Near the... Right, like, near the end of the taste, right at the beginning of the finish. Hmm. And then... Yeah, and it, it it's not, texture-wise, it's not um, dry at all, but it's drying my mouth out sort of taste-wise. Mm. It's a bit of a tang, which is kind of nice. I think it's a leftover bit of the citrus. 
And then there's a something other. Now that it's soda coated my my palate, I'm not getting that nuttiness, but there is something there. Um, I might have to ruminate. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but Take the finish time. is odd. I guess it's like it starts this like sort of more natural, for lack of a better term, uh, version of aspartame that fades, and then there's this slight tang. And this other taste, and it's very kind of confusing because it's like so lightly juice, like it's juice forward, but not like in your face. Um, and there's not a lot of hoppiness going on, mm. so it's like mm. you think there's gonna be juice forward and hoppy, and it's like no, it's ending this way. I mean, and maybe maybe it's just the hops they use to give this aspartame and lack of a other taste that I can't think of. But um, yeah, it's interesting. I'm hoping the drying out settles, so I'm not, like, going through it because I don't like that moment in the taste curve. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll leave it there for now. Okay. Um, but, yeah. Nice. Curious. Nice. Good. Ruminate some more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always good. Uh, I, I realize I didn't um, read any flavor text from this can. I didn't really look, but... Having looked, there is none. So the only thing of <laughs> note on here is that the artwork was by Martin Jacobson. Jacobson depends on where you're from, I suppose. This sort of you know gardens of Versailles style kind of uh, oh, art with a a moon or a sun, perhaps. Who knows? Uh, but that's a lovely giveaway in the color because that orangey, very deep almost gold colour is exactly what the beer looks like. It's super, super deep. Um, it's, it's it's like a solid. It is a solid colour. It poured with a lot of uh, carbonation, a lot of froth, a lot of head to it, but that's dissipated very, very nicely. And the nose is quite light. A little bit of tropical fruit but it's so light I cannot pick out exactly what that fruit is really hmm ooh ooh that's lovely jeez it is very fruity bit of passion fruit bit of mango a lot of Mm. mango hmm a lot of mango on there Maybe a little bit of pineapple as well. Pineapple's a bit hard, I think. When when you've got something like mango, it's sort of pineapple gets overshadowed very easily. Um, There's mm. definitely something that just just gives a little bit more of a slightly sweeter tropical fruit in there. But it, it's one of those beers that as soon as you sip it, you're you're hit with that flavour straight away. You don't have to wait, wait until it hits the back of your mouth or until you swallow it. It's it, that flavour is just there, right away. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's too easy. It was only, I think it was only mid sixes, the ABV, six point eight. So it's not a big beer, but it comes across as a bigger beer in the mouthfeel and the and and the juiciness of it. You know, you could easily tell me that this was a double IPA. And it'd be up somewhere in that kind of eight eight and a half percent space. Uh, there is a little bit of carbonation to it, not much, but 
a little bit just in sort of the, in the back of the mouth, but not much at all. Nothing that's uh, uh, um, you know doing anything to take away from the from the fruitiness, from that sweetness. It does maybe sit with a slightly bitter aftertaste, but not much at all. Uh, just really smooth and really really easy. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, this is definitely. I mean, having had, you know, three sips of it, I can tell that I would instantly crack another one of these straight away. Nice. And just be able to to, to go and go and go and go. No, you know, I mean, another one, several. I could have brought a four pack probably, and had them all in one <laughs> evening, and felt excellent. Yes. But um, yeah, it's got those. It's got those nice tropical stone fruits. It's. Very light, a little bit fluffy. Oh, fluffy! I don't think I ever used fluffy to describe anything yet. But it's got that. What's, what's you know that fluffy? What's 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 the wanky beer term? Pillowy, pillowy. <laughs> That's what it is. It's pillowy. Um, I, I think you got it right on. Yeah, fluffy. it's it's uh, not quite. Um, doesn't quite get into that kind of like creamy nature. But it's 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 almost there. It's soft. Mm. Oh no. Soft. Yeah, it is very soft. It is very soft. Um, is it airy? Mm, airy? I don't know. No, it was airy. I do like it's the like on a ingredients. Cloud. <laughs> a kind of cloud. Cumulus. Nice. nice, fluffy. Yes, cumulus. Cumulus. Mm. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it has got on the on the ingredients. It's malted barley, malted wheat. There aren't any oats in, in this. Um, hops, yeast, but there is something on here. It just says no van. I wonder whether that's a different no. What's N O? Where would that be? Norwegian. Norway. Yeah, yeah. van no, is so. must is water in Norwegian. Hmm. There you go. Something for all of our listeners who can't leave the country to go to Norway, so they don't need that bit of information whatsoever. So we'll move on. We'll talk about joyous things and enjoy the beers that we are drinking. Uh, as you're both going to talk about Cyber Shadow, having both played it, I, I, I've obviously reneged on my uh, my duties to join the join the club and have uh, and didn't get a chance because it, it only dropped on Game Pass today. Cyber Shadow, I think. Yeah. Yep, that's I why played I played the first it. Chapter, yeah. okay. I only played chapter one, so. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, that was just a break that I had today, so. Nice. Yeah, I think Adil's going to carry most of the content. I mean, I only played two chapters, I think, so. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, good first impression for me. Uh, yeah. I like it. Um, it. It's a Ninja Gaiden esque. Uh, it's a Cyber Ninja. Yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, 2D pixel art. Uh, side-scrolling action game. Um, what I did notice, I don't know if you get this quote-unquote ability later, is that you can't duck. Fuck um, yes, slash. thank you. Ah, <laughs> uh, so you jump straight to the grapes. Uh, yeah, I... I mean, since you mentioned it, I also... F I was constantly hitting down, expecting to either duck or at least aim down. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. And it's a NES game, not a SNES game kind of retro, I think it's the idea, because it's like, nope. Uh, and like a lot of the times when I died, it was like getting just 
bounced between hitting so thinking i could hit a thing with an aim when like my hitbox is just you know it's like just below the waist to uh below the nipples that's like your sword (laughs) swipe range and so it's like oh i can't control that i got that wrong and then it'd be like and now that thing hit me into another thing which would mean another thing and now i'm half dead yeah because there's not back in this game yeah i was like oh okay it's like castlevania slash ninja gaiden i'm sure in like nes ninja gaiden you can duck and slash can't you i can't i can't i don't know i can't remember i just know that um so i mostly i think you must have because i didn't really get a snes uh, until I much just remember later. those like purple tigers. Yeah, like, well, I was gonna. S- I'm sure you'd be able to duck and. Yeah, and I I feel like, like you must have because almost all of, I never really went back to retro, so I just had a lot of these games. Uh, like uh, my one of my neighbors went uh got, went to Asia and came back with a 110 cartridge in one arcade mm-hmm. NES oh, wow. thing. <laughs> Nice. Um, and I played a bunch of these things, and I'm sure there was some crouchy something because I, all my instincts are, are from that era. For, uh, for this type of game, are from that era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, super early. But I am enjoying it. I like the music, I like that chip team. Oh, music. it's so good. The, the visuals are great. Um, the story is like. Who cares? You know, just let me. Is there a story? Oh yeah, something family, something, something. Something talks. Yeah, clans, mate. Clans. It doesn't matter. You know, Um, was there a story in Strider? Probably, but nobody cares. So, yeah. Um, But yeah, I I I only played the first chapter. Um, uh, So my impressions are really limited. uh, So I'm just talking of surface level things. Um, It'll be interesting to see. Uh, how the game expands, um, and if there are more uh, like mechanics, I, mm. I, I I just unlocked some uh, shuriken, um, so that will be good. To yes, in chapter two, and it's got like you know as any good uh, one of these has it has uh, secrets. Yep. So um, yeah, secret walls. De- definitely secret. took um, me a while to figure out one of the secrets that Ben pointed out, and then I couldn't kill a thing. <laughs> kind of embarrassing. The VOD's up on probably YouTube by now, but definitely on Twitch. It was woof. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, uh, for the uh, for the wary who actually care about achievements um, and like a zero or a five in their gamer score, uh, this has like odd achievements, like sixteen and thirty-one. So <laughs> if you're uh, averse to that, which some people very much are, some That's people just won't play a game if it, if it, if it means they'll have a uneven oh. achievement score, which I've had for several years and don't care. Um, yeah, <laughs> you were. Uh, Meaningless thing is meaningless. I mean, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, some people. I mean, whatever. What, whatever. Everyone has their idiosyncrasies. And that's true. Pet peeves. Yes. Like, yes. Whatever. I mean, I, I'm not sure I would <laughs> ever. Um, I'm not sure I would allow something like that to stop me playing a game, though. But I think some people. It may stop some people. I think some people will know that it's just like, okay, I have to like. Avoid this achievement, so like mm. it still works out, or you know. All right, I know I that I have to get every achievement. To get yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I think the the key yeah. there is that like 
they achievements are a meta game that mm. matters more than most games to these people. So it's not like <laughs> it's not like they're yeah. avoiding games. Sure. It's just the game they want to play has rules. Mm. I'm not saying it's super rational. Also, super rational is coming out next week on Game Pass. Um, uh, yeah, just 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 a PSA to the folk who have a gripe with that. I get it. I get it. It's like give me a nice even, you know, game of score. Why not? And. Really, for the developers to put in an odd number like sixteen makes zero sense anyway. It's just like it is. What a, it, it is <laughs> the only game choice. it made sense in was freeze, or <laughs> it's like they're all in like threes and sixes and nines. That makes sense. Stuff, that so. does make sense. Yeah. But yeah, just to yes. just to throw in a random eleven or something, it's just sort yeah. of like you've done this. We think it's worth eleven mm-hmm. points. And to be I mean, honest, once I, I have been to True Achievements and, and sorted all the games that I own and said, oh, how can I get my uh, game of score even? Oh, if I I have this one game where, you know, all the achievements end in fours so I can get up to a nice zero again or something like that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there'd be no way I'd actually care too much about but that. In, in, but it's almost, not to get too far off of Cyber Shadow, mm-hmm. but it's almost like picking up one of those clicker games, isn't it? Knowing that all you've got to do is click 5,000 times and you can get yourself, you know, a nice round, even... My name is Mayo. Yeah, yeah exactly. You, get, you can get a, plat- a very easy gold and platinum trophies for playing those kinds of games. And you can do it twice because it's on Vita and PS4. So, I mean, the, the, the way things are catered to people... He's Don't tease me with it's on beta, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, is that with like gamer score now, it actually has a monetary value. So, wait, does it? You know, well, every achievement that I get, um, as long as I click the button in the rewards app, I get fifty oh, man, I need points. Need to fucking do that. Only if I... you're on. That's only if you're yeah. on ultimate, though, isn't it? Oh right, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, that's just on Xbox normally. Oh, it's just on yeah, Xbox. It's, it's, right, it's because I'm on it's PC. It's the Xbox, not the PC one. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and um, now and then they run these things. I think there's one that just finished today, but every uh, achievement point equals an extra rewards wow. point and up to ten thousand points. So that's like what a good ten pounds. Yeah. So, yeah. Again, yeah, that's nearly a um, month of Ultimate for free. Damn. Yeah, I mean, I have just, just looked game. up my gamer score. Uh, guess what it is? You're on my uh, twenty. No, one of those digits is right, though. <laughs> the zero on the end, probably. You've had, you have no yeah. odd achievements. <laughs> it's nine thousand three hundred and fifty-six. Is that good? That's a lot. No, no, because like, like I was like, doesn't Lucy have like one hundred thousand? I think I have straight, and then 200... she won't. This is this is this Nay. is this is where we get into it, isn't it? Uh, there's the, there's the things, I, so there's I the did own... that we can poke at, isn't there? There's Adol's, yeah. you know, five thousand game Steam library, and there's Lucy's <laughs> five million gamer score. I think it was 228 or something like that. Jesus motherfucking Christ. 
earn that explicit tag once more. Um, <laughs> I played a lot of games over the years. Well, I, and I know that you had a time of achievement hunting, and now you mostly do it for the these types of things. Um, no, I'll just mop up, yeah, yeah. If, if, if I care to. I, I am not really precious about it. Um, um, if a game has a level select... I'll be like, oh, oh yeah, yeah level select is nice for that, I bet. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I don't replay games to get a chill. Oh, although I did just play through Donut County to get the thousand. Oh, games you know cover. what's I really frustrating? <laughs> um, so I said 9,356. It's 9,356 because I got 16 points off of Cyber Shadow. <laughs> so. <laughs> Cursed. <laughs> Which is two percent, apparently. I only got getting the shuriken. So, yeah, with with Cyber Shadow, because um, I watched along whilst you were whilst you were playing. <laughs> right, we we talk about games. And yes, um, I noticed, uh, and you commented on when you went to chapter, or um, before you got into chapter two. You were able to flip between the two chapters and see kind of your progress. And you were only at like 60% in chapter one. And I, I'm guessing that's, oh, one, yeah. that's stacking those secrets uh, and those kinds of things. But is this just a, a 2D kind of action platformer or is it a Metroidvania? Is, is there any going back after getting any further level. abilities and it, and it hampering your progress perhaps or I mean it's I hard to know, tell actually. because uh, I didn't sort of look at the time mm-hmm. I knew I missed a couple like fake walls um, but I I don't I, given that it's doing the Ninja Gaiden thing and it's gonna like it gave us shurikens I, I didn't see anything that it wasn't like I saw like a thing that you was obviously a thing that would trip an opening that I couldn't reach with my sword. Yep. Yeah. Um, so just based on that, I suspect that it's not. It's just linear, it, yeah. Unless there's a double jump, which I wanted a double jump so much <laughs> in that game. I don't know why. It was just like, guys, so much. It would be so much better mm, if I could just I, 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 I'm okay with the single jump. Feel I think it's just because I've been playing a bunch jump. of games that have double jumps in them. And spoiled. Um... Yeah, I, th- yeah. I think it's just a linear um, action game, which is which is nice because mm. I played. Uh, I, I, th- I think I watched a speed run of like the the messenger um, from what's it called AGDQ or um, what it was like a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, oh, I have this on Game Pass. I played it on Switch and completed it on Switch when it came out. So I was like, oh, it's on Game Pass. I'm at- I, I, I'm i going to play this and I'm just like yes that game feels so good to play with mm. like the cloud jump which is like you know a double jump as long as you slash at something and it gives you that uh, second second lift right that is a game that starts off as a ninja gaiden clone clone in the nicest sense of the word and then that it, it reverts into a metroidvania and I got to the metroidvania part and I was like oh yeah this is when the game gets really bad it's, it's mm. just awful after that it's so much backtracking it's so much um, like not knowing where to go and I just want this game Cyber Shadow just to be that linear yeah. um, action game I, 
unless it's built around that Metroidvania um, structure. Yeah. Just like shoving it in, which felt like what uh, the messenger did, is not satisfying whatsoever. So. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Is but the messenger still feels really good and still got some excellent music. Is the messenger the one yeah. which switches between sixteen and thirty-two bit? Yeah. It's really good. I mean, if you if you stop playing it as soon as it opens up into a Metroidvania, you'll just be like, "This is this is fantastic." But I think that's when when it switches, it becomes like <laughs> you can switch between eight Damn and it. sixteen bit, mm-hmm. and that's great. The art style and the music changes, and but yeah, I I just wish it would just carried on that linear yeah. kind of yeah. progression. But yeah, so. Nice. Feels great though. Good. It's one of the really good feeling games. Good. Um, is it if, for both of you? Um, uh, is it a game you're going to kind of not keep playing? Because I assume you both will go back to it uh, at some point. But is it is it is it got you? Is it grabbed you enough for it to be kind of you know you, you'll finish tonight or tomorrow morning? It's going to be the first thing that you play. Um, super early, so it's hard for me to say, but I'm definitely like gonna play more. Mm. I was thinking like I'll probably do that tomorrow, play some more tomorrow. Um yeah, and it, it's a Lucy game. Yeah. Through and through, so probably. That is very true. Um I uh I liked it. I haven't played one of these games in, in a very long time. Um I forgot one, I just how long it's been and how not right I am but also by the end I was like oh right this is just a different type of pattern learning that I I don't do regularly and I actually found so for (laughs) Ben you saw this um there was like a a mini boss at the end of chapter two basically um that uh, I was just bashing my head against Mm -hmm. like it, basically, the little bats come off of certain things, and their loop cycle and the way they trace you, I just couldn't get. It's like just, Castlevania. Um, like, but I could jump dodge, but if I tried to hit them, I would, like, mess up, and then in this one mini-boss, they put two or two out at a time, and they would loop a couple times before leaving, and so if you weren't taking them out, you were kind of getting into a yeah. jump puzzle. Yeah. Um, And I was just... Like clearly too focused on it because I was like, all right, well I'll just do one more run at this thing while I do the like the plugs. Like this is our schedule, the thing that you know Ben graciously does at the end of each tanked up episode. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I just casually fucking killed it after like ten attempts, and then I was just like, well, this is Europe. And like halfway through, I start stumbling on the words because I realized that by like focusing on something else and letting my muscle memory take over i'm doing well but then it's like right so to beat this boss what i need to do is continue talking about the schedule (laughs) now that i've noticed i'm beating this mini boss which like and it was just a i forgot how my neuroses don't play well with twitchier patterns Mm. um how how long did you record for because uh is a chapter too long because no i just was very bad at it because <laughs> oh, I was like the first chapter took me maximum ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, I'm very bad at that game. It's like not my okay. type of game. There's a lot of dying. Because <laughs> I took a very short break. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, I maybe it's because I s- skipped some of the reading. I didn't read everything, but um, and you're obviously playing on Twitch, so 
you want to give more context and everything but mm. yeah i definitely yeah, was reading with voices tenuous. yes and they were very good yeah, i enjoyed the robot voice take. which didn't sound like a robot voice whatsoever no it sounded like you're gonna nag me i'm gonna make you a, a naggy character voice <laughs> and i was right um yeah just, I, um, with the first boss did you just jump over him and hit him from the back and yeah it took me a couple like, tries to figure that out and then no i, I think it was the second time i was just like oh, yeah I'll just jump over him <laughs> I yeah like and ben that. spotted that right I away mean, like you guys clearly know these types of games i was like oh i don't know and then and i was like oh i see honorable fighter yes. or something he's like yep because i just stabbed you <laughs> yeah, yeah like, it's I, fine I, been... which i also that was the thing i wanted to say which like <laughs> boy was that cool to read yeah. What a nice little thing. Just like, you stabbed me in the back a bunch. Fuck you. You're not a great fighter. It's like, yeah, but I beat you. <laughs> but also, I'm assuming that's contextual and a thing that you could never get in an S game, but takes, like, not a lot of extra you coding. you think it was contextual? I don't, know. I don't know. I'd have to play it properly next time and just yeah. fight honorably. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, so, so yeah, I, I liked it. Um, I might go back to it because... I feel like I was getting the hang of like getting my brain back in that type of game after like an hour and a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, actually, maybe it wasn't. I don't remember when I stopped. How long was the vod? Because I like had OBS troubles, and I like now now I know kind of when I ended versus when I actually. Um, yeah, you probably anyway, played, doesn't Probably played for just over an hour or something like that. It's about half past. Yeah, one I think you so. Finished yeah. and, and you started maybe sort of quarter twenty past twelve. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's one of those things where that's why the I didn't ever pick up the like the new Castlevania alike by the Castlevania people on the Switch because it's like this isn't the type of game I'm gonna go for. I played a bit of Axiom Verge like two and a half years ago and was like, I'm bad at this and I'm not really enjoying it. And that was the last time I really did one of these sort of 2D Metroidvanias. Um, I still haven't played Hollow Knight, for example. I know everyone... You, you won't get along with that if you find this hard. So. Hollow Knight's hard. Yeah. I, I didn't find it hard, but I was in like a fugue state. <laughs> so I, I can't... I am no judgment of how hard or easy that game is. You're just is, at the, so. the peak of your gaming prowess and just, just nailed <laughs> Hollow Knight. <laughs> I was like, uh, playing it on Switch, dead to the world, and just (laughs) focused on that completely for like 40 hours. But that sort of brings me to, um, I've been playing a lot more games lately after a few years of barely playing, and I feel like I'm getting my gamer legs back. Like, um, so like even Cyberpunk, I'm playing it on hard. Sure, I've leveled up a bunch, but it's like, I don't really die that much. Maybe once a session kind of thing. And that's usually when it's like, I'm kind of bored, I'm just going to rush into a thing. Um, but that also is a nice segue to the other game I've been playing. Oh. Which is also on Game Pass, which is Control. Oh, you yes. both finished, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, I really like it. I'm glad it's Good. free to me. Uh, I'm really glad I got around to playing it because like that that to play list even though like both of you lauded it it was like not the right time when it came out I, for I me i did not laud it <laughs> well i like it fair i didn't love it yeah, <laughs> yeah um, I, I see why people love it though. yeah i mean i liked the what they were trying to do with their last game the quantum one yeah 
Um, I didn't. I, that that was that was the thing for me. I didn't think it was leaps beyond Quantum Break. Oh, to be honest, like, I, I think it, the combat in Quantum Break. Yeah, the, really the, it's all in the world building. I think that makes yes. It, uh, that, that know, sounds like the, the and the narrative story yeah. in Quantum Break was like whatever. That's because you had to Which watch is... five different shows. You had to read for fourteen newspapers from nineteen ninety five. Actually, you didn't really have to no, read much. It was just you had to sit through thirty-minute episodes. Yeah, there's more reading in control, which I take mm. issue with. Like, but control does it on the other side, where it's like it has a lot of world building in it, its environmental storytelling, whereas Quantum Break was just reading, whereas Control yeah. is more reading, but you can still get enough from you know the environment. But yeah, I thought the combat is like not much different like yeah. I, I thought the combat in quantum break was fun yeah um, i think yeah. it's a little more refined i think but it's also possibly just like uh, when i never finished quantum... control was a bit sorry mm. the upgrade um I, train I, control was a bit iffy. i mean i basically was like um launch level up till i can now throw grenades back and um more energy I'm like, what, what, when, when have I ever used a melee attack? Why is there a whole line for this? Uh, and I, I mean, so I, I, I still, I'm still not great at games. Like, I'm still, I still died a couple of times here or there on like easier fights that I know I was just like, like actually, it's the, um, it's it's again my brain getting on me, which is the. Hey, you can now get quests, basically, like mini quests, where it's like kill these things in this area. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. And then there's these like they're raiding this area, and you're like, cool, I'll stack those. But then I get in my head on, oh, I better make sure I use this thing to kill that guy. And then I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I got overrun by this guy because I'm being an idiot. Uh, instead of just like playing the game, and if I don't finish the quest on that. Um, but uh, yeah, I I find that you could just be fine and then just all of a sudden just die in that game. Yes. Yeah. There's like, a lot of swarm stuff. Like... like I I they warn you that in the tooltips uh, and stuff that it, like cover is important, but sometimes it doesn't feel like it is because you're like, why would I crouch if I can just take out two of these guys and then they'll send me health and I can kill the other? Like there is like a notion of like run and gun. And my problem, when I've, like, been stuck on a few deaths in a place, it's been, I'm sort of doing the cover snipey thing, but I've been hit by a couple things, and now I'm low on health, and all the health is built in to being next to people when they die, or close to people when they die. And now I have this weird thing where it's like, there's still a couple guys shooting at me, so do I hope I can get one of them dead, or do I charge and try and get some health? And that's when, like, that that decision being the wrong one or whatever um, is when I, I typically die. Mm-hmm. Which is weird, because it's like, it wants me to yeah. take cover, but then if I'm not perfect at cover, you want regen your health to this much. I guess I could use the upgrades to regen health, but I don't see that as a useful upgrade path. Not regen, yeah. I'm like, like, increase your health yes. far. Because 90% of the time I'm in fights... If I get hit, I'm getting more. Like just all of this health, all these health pellets on the ground. I'm not gonna like make my pool bigger because there's lots of health in the game. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's just me misunderstanding that 
the mechanics. Um, well, but yeah, I, I I'm really when you're you know in later encounters, less drop or there's less enemies to, to, to get things from, and they're a bit big fear and stuff. And I, I I agree that early on leveling up your 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 pool of health points isn't that necessary, but there are some some brutal encounters in that game mm. and, it, and it isn't just enemies kind of swarming you there are some real kind of beasts in there as well he, yeah i'm looking yeah. forward to that uh i really like the world i like the story i'm i'm in the research department so the weirdest puzzle of trapping a spiky thing i don't know if you remember that, that part of the game ball. They had a spiky ball, and and they're like, I died like two or three times just because I had no idea what I was supposed to do and was trying to maybe shoot it, Mm. and like (laughs) that also worked. And but I, the the only reason I thought, oh, I need to do something else was when it starts to sort of vaguely when you like enter the thing, it shows that like a gate, the gate has been opened or, or is like moving. But if you miss that subtle yes. cue, you're like, I don't know what to do. Uh, and the other thing, the other clue, the only other clue was when you saw the spiky things in like the astral plane that one time you were, you could do anything to them. You had to just outrun them. But like that was uh, a while before in game time. Yeah. So I, yeah. Are you are you pretty far? Because I thought that was like at least two thirds of the way through or something. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's a short game from what I understand. How, how, how many hours have you played? Uh, About. <laughs> uh, let me. You must ballpark. It must be like uh, a ten or twelve hour game. Right? I think it's an eleven yeah. hour game, and I've probably played mm. four or five. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm guessing. I really don't know. Can I look that up on the Xbox app? Is that a thing? I can yeah. Do? yeah. Well, I, I just Weird. tried to look up. Um, I can't remember the, whether I platinumed Control or not. I, I thought you I, did. I, I, th- I think I've, I've got it in my head that I did, but I wanted to check. I remember uh, you saying that. And I tried to look on the mm. PlayStation app, but it just won't load. Well, let me log in on my phone. Um, I don't know if I can <sighs> look it up, but it doesn't really matter, I guess. Um, you played some did, time. Did you get the DLC, Ben? Um, no, I have. I haven't played any of the the DLC for it. I know there was the um, the Alan Wake sort of tie-in mm, DLC expansion. expansion. Yeah. yeah, I haven't. I haven't gone back to it. Yeah, I I didn't feel the pull to mm. go back to it. I think it's really cool how they've uh, whatever they've done with the Alan Wake stuff. I don't know, so I can't really spoil it. Um, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. But. Fair. Alan Wake was alright. Yeah. I think I think I played Alan Wake just before Control came out. Mm. Um, Remedy make cool games. They do. They absolutely yeah. make Not cool games. Uh, I I very much yeah. enjoy. I played Max Payne. Though. Very much well, enjoyed the, the Max Payne that, um, mm-hmm. voice actor is in this and is the you know the the, mm. the previous director of the FCB. Uh, no FBC, whatever. F F. FB Federal Bureau, Bureau of Control. Of Control, oh, Control yeah. yeah. We said this last week, didn't we? <laughs> it's Max Payne. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I mean, they should just make another I, Max uh, Payne I, game. I, but. Yeah, I <laughs> own it. Um, I bought it on sale and it was like a quid or something. So I, I need to go back to it. It's actually installed. I nice. think, so I, I've 
I want to go back to it. I, I don't know. I want to go back to so many things. Hey, well, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. Right? I, I downloaded all of Silent Hill Two and all that, like like mm. the this pack that people have been working on for like years. That makes it good on PC. <laughs> Uh, but the uh, just installing all those files and dropping all those folders into the right folders was just far more enjoyable than actually playing the game. <laughs> I was just like, I started it up and I was like, yeah, I need to keep it. I'm going to go back to it, but it's just like, I liked uh, downloading all these folders. Nice. Unzipping them. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, Adol. I did see you rinse your yep. glass earlier. Have you got another beer I did. to open? Whilst you're furiously looking at Game Pass and time. It's not going to happen. I, do, I don't think it, it tells you. It might not. It's very uh, I don't know. I don't know about the Game Pass app on PC. Uh, it's broken half the time. That's true. Yeah, yeah I mean... <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. I uh, yeah, I suspect it's around four or five hours, yeah, roughly. Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, I do have a second beer, though. Um, mm. Also, uh, the first beer, um, I think I forgot to say, it's 4.5% in the 330 milk. The electric boogaloo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this next one, uh, why have a beer when you can have more beer? Oh, very good. It's the more uh, stout. <laughs> it just says stout. It's a five percent. Quite simply, the way it should be: roasty wholesomeness flowing throughout an incredibly rich body. Yeah, it's me. Um, sorry, it had to be said. It didn't I wish have to I be was said. a rich body. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm I rich in body, not in finances. I'm also not rich in body. Um, <laughs> mostly falling apart. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so what I will say uh, on the tail end of that, well, Tiny Rebel was, um, juice. Okay. So little finish or taste, and so Mm. sort of slightly sweet and passion fruity. Um, yeah. I'll say more at the end of the episode, but I just, I know I had sort of cued other thoughts, but. Yeah, to be honest, that's how I feel about a lot of Tiny Rebels Mm. beers. Mm -hmm. Mm. So I, I I get what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, I haven't picked up a tiny rubber beer for a long time. I haven't even thought that. Mm. Mm. <laughs> um. So stout, stout. So stout. Five percent stout looks like a stout. Actually, looks like cola, uh, except less carbonation. Um. Ooh. So you get the, uh, the maltiness. There's a bit of a... What is that? It's not quite... Slight roastedness. There's like a sweetness on top. Like I almost wanted to say cola-esque. But I think it's just that it's the... It's it's a sweet nose. And so I was thinking with... It looks like cola. I was thinking cola. Mm. Um, and, and that sweetness in the nose is actually rounding out the roastedness so it doesn't smell too burnt okay um but when the sweetness fades in the nose in the nose you can just get this hint of like a sharper um roastedness that like what went because what was covering it faded before it did um 
Hmm. It's five percent. It's a bit wet. Hmm. Bit thin. Um. <laughs> really roasted in character, though. Um. I mean, I actually might. I have to say this: that like, it's doing stout. It's not doing anything else. It's there's a bit of again. There's this interesting sweetness, kind of like a cool sweetness, versus like a sharp sweetness, um. That's really mellowing out the roasted malts in a neat way, um, but they all all that happens very quickly i suspect because it's just five percent mm. um the mouthfeel is is incredibly light uh, which i'm disappointed in because i've had stouts at five-ish percent that like managed to still feel velvety even if it's not just from the alcohol and this is like yep and then when like it's like out of my mouth i can i've got this light lingering light roasted rounded roasted note um, again with that sweetness. And I guess, yeah, that's sort of, it's doing stouty things. It's not quite doing it the way I like, um, but it's still very much a stout. Um, ooh, I just burped a little. Um, sorry, I'm impolite, but also that burp had passion fruit in it. So maybe I'll have other <laughs> thoughts because I clearly have the other thing in my system still in the mix yeah and i'm wondering if that's what that where that sweetness is coming from mm. whether it's in the stout or it's just my palate had a lot of that sort of squashy passion fruit going on yeah um but yeah fair we'll see yeah yeah chug it back see how it goes mm-hmm. um we'll get back into games uh, whilst you enjoy that, whilst I'm still drinking this um, jewel juice, mm. it's a very hard word to say. Jewel juice. Um, yes, Lucy. What else did you want to chat about this week? We've covered Cyber Shadow. Do you have anything else you wanted to to, to bring to the table to discuss? Yeah, um, Heaven's Vault. Oh yes. It's, it's very early impressions. I haven't played too much of it. Probably just a little bit more than I did Cyber Shadow. Um, uh, well, in terms of probably the length of the game, proportionately. Because uh, this might seem like a bit of a saga, mm. uh, this game. Um, Heaven's Vault, it came out on PC a couple of years ago. I it's, was going to say, uh, it was one of my top, I'm, I'm sad I missed it, 2019 games. Yeah. Um, me too, because it seems really interesting. It's like this archaeological uh, like expedition across uh, futuristic, I think, like space-time. Mm. Like, um, going to all these different uh, planets, doing like these uh, excavations, these digs for like relics, and um, translating the text on them, because it's, um, it's basically... Uh, you, throughout the game you're translating these like, hieroglyphs um, and I believe each time you play the game uh, you can you know you can choose different you know words for what you imagine these symbols uh, represent and um, that will play into like your playthroughs like so no playthroughs the same um, obviously still early on on my first playthrough so 
um, I can't speak to how how you know narratively that changes, mm. but um, I mean, Inkle it's made by Inkle Studios. They're known for their narratives, so um, you know, right off the bat, it's really well written. Um, it's some of it's voice acted, but most of it is just uh, written text. Um, so. I think one of the reasons why I didn't get to it on PC is because it was like, I just want to sit down with this game and like really get into it, really get invested on it, and PC is not particularly a place where I like to do that, so. Um, it's on Switch. I, I can't speak to how it runs on Switch yet, uh, but uh, just it being on that like very portable platform, I, I'm planning on just like taking a bit of a break tomorrow and just playing that in bed, mm. so. Um, mm. But yeah, I, I, I mean, I have a uh, modern languages degree, so... I was wondering if I, you were uh, going to say that. <laughs> yeah, as pompously as I can, so... It's like, I, lo I love just, like, language and linguistics and stuff like that, so... Um, like, it, it kind of reminds me of, like, what's that film called? Is it called Arrival? Yeah. In the Alien oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. we, have to constantly, we have to try and work out a communication method between each yeah. other, yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. There's no aliens in this game so far that I know of. <laughs> it's just like that kind of, oh, learning how to communicate and language and, you know, like, just okay. How 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 can we interpret this? You know, to it may not be the exact one-to-one, um, -one, you know, analog in the words, but how can we construe um, a narrative? And um, I think. It, that's what I liked as well about, oh God, is it the Outer Wilds? Mm. Is that, no, not the, the Outer Wilds. The Outer Wilds. Outer, is the so Outer Wilds, Wilds is the Fallout one. No, that's the Outer, Outer Worlds. Worlds. Wait, oh. Outer Worlds is the <laughs> Fallout one. Outer Wilds is Outer the Wilds, time yes. looping. Yeah, yeah, the timey wimey one. Yeah, the timey wimey like, one. How, how, yeah, <laughs> the time the timey loopy whoopy one. Mm. Uh, how how the those aliens or whatever how they. Uh, Wrote their language and stuff like that. I, I wish I liked that game more so I could finish it. But um, yeah, it's like anything to do with that. I I, I like these uh, these kind of games that play for language in that way. Mm. So I'm really looking forward to this one. Um, it's it, it seems kind of daunting right off because you get this massive timeline of like okay, this civilization existed all the way back here, you know. And it, and and it even goes down to like not just eons ago, but like down to the last few minutes and hours of what this character has been doing. So you got this massive timeline that you can just look at a certain portion of and see like, okay, this is what happened over time. So that's why I think it's going to be like a like an epic, like it's going to be um, quite a, quite a long game. So um, yeah, I, I, I'm enjoying it. I really want to see where it goes. Uh, you have this like. Um, this sidekick robot that follows you around is basically like Johnny Five, um, just more, more, less playful. Um, and and I like the dynamic between your main character and and this robot that she's called Six, and she's like she's very, um, like she 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 doesn't care for him mm. at the moment. So <laughs> I'm wondering if that that uh, relationship will grow. And um, there's dialogue choices, so. It's like it feels like you're building her type of character like you know it can be like a bit um standoffish or a bit you know a bit warmer so uh yeah it's just really well written like the 
the, the music's great as well. Um, like having playing Pendragon last last year, it's like yes, uh, Inkle do things certain things very well, and that's story, dialogue, and uh, e even the art style's alright actually. I, I, when I first saw it, I wasn't that keen, um, but playing it and seeing it on the Switch, like close up, I've really started to 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 grow accustomed to it and enjoy it. So. Yeah. Nice. Early impressions. I'll probably come back and speak to speak about it more next mm -hmm. week. But nice. It's promising. Good. Right Good. Bat, I enjoyed so. the um, the demo I played of it, which was mm -hmm. was part of yeah. like Ludo Narricon or something. Uh, 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 you know, uh, that last year, I guess. I think yeah. that was in twenty twenty. Yeah. Um, you know. They have it every year, but yeah, yeah I think that was that yeah, was part of it. Maybe last year, a year or so after release, and I I don't know what has uh held me back from making a, the the purchase of this you know for for a full release um because what i played a bit i enjoyed you know the, the the small section in this ruined um almost kind of like temple which you've got some light mm -hmm. puzzle elements in how you're kind of trying to get through it and it's not not quite puzzle but it's a bit more exploration like the, the path isn't always just go through here and see this stuff like you have to work your way around the environment a little bit to try and get mm. to certain places and the idea of that whole working out the language and, and, and trying out different words to see and then having something either correlate or absolutely destroy a word that you've put in there because it then doesn't work with another phrase that you found like super interesting really really good and uh, and yeah you're saying about the music is something that include as well i think visuals as well especially in heaven's fall and it was something that that stuck out with like 80 days back however mm -hmm. many years ago now like they they got a very yeah. lovely art style to the the games that they make yeah and their games are all different yeah. and it's just great to see them have that creativity to make new things um yeah I think the reason, because I also played that demo a few years ago, um, back, I think it was because it was like, I just want to get invested in this and I want to just, I, I, I want to make the time to play this and um, yeah, I just never made mm. that time for, for That's because, definitely w what happened to me with that game was like, uh, yeah, this is a game I want to sink my teeth into, I don't know when I'm ready for that, mm -hmm. uh, and obviously that's like pretty fallacious but very common sort of human style reasoning yeah yeah um, it's yeah. it's like what in the time since I, I made time for like 300 hours of animal crossing <laughs> <laughs> you know so it's just like mm. but um what, one gripe i do have is that um you are traveling in between like these planets you've got like this 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 ship it's, it's got a really cool aesthetic to it it's very like um steampunk-esque okay. kind of like uh, ship mm. but I just think it's kind of superfluous where you are just like you're on these like streams um, you know you know, like these, these kind of what's the, what's the word like when you in the air like the back drift from like a plane or something like that the chemtrails mm. Kind of, yeah. You're basically, <laughs> you're basically surfing on like these uh, these airwaves, right? Um, space waves, right? Yeah, <laughs> space waves. 
Yes, even though there's no atmosphere in space, but, um, yeah, you're basically gliding along, and, it, it, like, the steering feels a bit, a bit clunky, a bit, you know, arduous, and it just doesn't feel like it needs to be in the game, it's just like, I want to go to this planet, just drop me there, I don't want to have to, like, fly between like the, these different planets. I don't know if it, later on in the game you can just like click a button and it just skips, mm. but right now it's just like, mm, I think that's don't care for this that super much. common for some reason. Just the idea that like you have to put a gameplay to travel and yeah. then and then it, once you do, it might it's got to be good and then it's like sort of gameplay tonally a disconnect. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it gives time to have a bit more narrative um, in between there, but it's just like, just, it kind of reminds me of like the bit in God of War, which was like obviously a load screen when you're doing the Bifrost key yes. thing in like this, this, this realm, and it's like you're running, <laughs> running around this tree for what seems like an hour. It's just like, just, just, just send me to Helheim, please. <laughs> Hurry up. <laughs> Yeah, so it, it's not great, but um, I'll, I'll put up with that because the the other game, the rest of the game, seems really mm. promising. So good, good. Um, mm. that segues quite nicely into what I want to talk about. Um, with okay. we'll, we'll segue. I had one other game, but we, we'll we, segue. Can, we can we can come back, Lucy. We can come back, but a game yeah. I think my major gripes <laughs> um, are the load screens and slightly clunky controls. Uh, I have started one of those games from 2020 that I'd missed out on, uh, Haven, mm. okay. uh, which is a game from the Game Bakers. Uh, it is part visual novel, part not quite action exploration style game. Um, but you're two characters, you and Kay, who have run away from the society in which they live uh, and come to uh, a planet or a set of islands that they just kind of found. It narratively <laughs> explains why they have arrived at that specific place. Um, but you uh, essentially are exploring very small chunks of space and there's some... It says saving on the little loading screen, you know. It is mm -hmm. definitely loading in between these different islands. And some of the islands are quite small, some of the islands are quite big, uh, but there is always uh, an element of loading in between each of them, which starts to grate a little bit mm. when you're trying to travel from say you've got this island that you're on and you want to get over to an island you know three islands away and you're like i'll just go to this bit i'll just go to over here i'll just go over here i'll just go over there and you hit a loading area in between each of those elements but the main kind of thrust of this game is whilst you're exploring you have the ability to glide and it's just a mm. fast movement uh, they have like anti-grav boots and you can glide along the environment. Um, you're gliding, so you're going quite fast. So the turning circle is quite wide. But you can almost, as if you were driving, kind of handbrake and do sort of like sharper turns and things like this. 
and mm-hmm. it, it gets a little bit feels a little bit clunky to start with but I can see how with more experience and playing a little bit more how it becomes a little bit more fluid you know uh, now after a few hours with the game I am you know turning a little bit sharper I'm able to maintain sort of the lines to follow uh, flow which is something you have to collect um, to uh, yeah to be able to follow that a little bit better and a little bit neater and to, to kind of collect it all and to take you through all of these environments, you and Kay um, have been stranded. Uh, their ship gets busted while they're there. And whilst this game initially to me felt very kind of not, uh, it felt like Gravity Rush, right? Not in terms of like moving through the 3D space, but the kind of like the animation style, the music that's with it, the mm-hmm. fluidity of kind of the motion and that, and that speed that you get. Very, very much felt like Gravity Rush. Mm. Whereas, the more I play the game, the more I think it feels like Toe Jam and L. Like I am moving through different environments and maps, fighting different monsters on these things, and cleaning them, okay. cleaning this space up from this kind of space goop to try and find parts of my ship. To then move to the next little island and find more parts tonally, of my ship. It's just toe jam Tonally, tonally, what is the opposite? <laughs> exactly. Of, no, it is the complete jam. opposite of toe jam and tonally. But I'm, I'm exploring a map. I'm fighting stuff. Uh, I'm 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 clearing things up, finding different items that I'm able to do things with, whilst looking for parts of the ship to or, or different bits of technology to use as part of this ship. Uh, which is their little, which is their home essentially, um, and there's this vision novel element to it, as I say, uh, where you're out and about and you might collect um, apples or peppers, or, you know what the alien kind of name is for these sorts of things, and right. you're able to, whilst in the ship, have conversations between the two of them. Uh, Kay, um, who is the the male character, uh, cooks. And you can cook different things, so you can mix up different ingredients. And all of this interaction and things is building up their kind of relationship. So you get a little bar at the bottom, and doing certain things will fill the bar up a certain amount. And what's interesting is that I can cook and share a meal between the two of them. And then it will go into this nice little kind of cutscene where they'll take the mick out of each other, or they'll discuss something... They'll talk about why they left the society that they left. You know, they'll, they'll, you get nice bits of exposition through lots of this. But that will increase that bar. And what that bar actually does is level you up. So you you hit the first one and your, uh, your HP goes up and you're able to fly a little bit or glide a little bit faster, something like that. Um, right. And then the next one, your impact your attacks and things go up. So doing... It's not just being out in the world fighting things which um which upgrade you or helps to upgrade you it is kind of like the general living um which it, which is really nice it's a nice balance between these kind of two things it's not just here is kind of an exploration game with a bit of a story with some choice kind of thrown onto it you know these these two elements are uh, are merged together quite well uh, and i'm enjoying it for that reason that it's not just one thing or the other 
that you have this kind of to and fro between these two different genres and both of them pay off they both give you something um which is which is great um they're both the the two characters they're horny as fuck like all they do is is just constant innuendos and sometimes not even innuendos just outright comments to each other about stuff but it's trying to give you that and through the narrative and the exposition you understand that these are kind of two characters who fled their society because there is some kind of um, societal matchmaking going on and they Mm. weren't matched up together but they'd obviously fallen in love so felt the need to escape the society where they kind of lived so a lot of it revolves around that, revolves around their relationship. Um, and you, you can see that in lots of the things through the conversation, but also whilst you're out on the field exploring, if you pause, occasionally they'll just hold each other or kiss as, a, as just an animation that happens without you doing anything. And that might just give you like plus 10 HP or something like that. Uh, and, and, and things like eating will regain your health, sleeping will regain your health, uh, and things that you lose during mm. battle, right? Um, and that's the other clunky part of this game. And the only other element, really, to this game is that there is this sense of battling. And I can see why they've put the control scheme the way they have. So you use WASD, for one character, and then you use I think it's O K L and oh. um, semicolon semicolon for oh. the other character, and uh, it's mirrored. So you can either do like a melee attack or a ranged attack, and I think the melee attacks are both on the outside, and the ranged attacks are on the inside. You can then uh, mm-hmm. block called shield on that central button and then pacify so what you're doing with these enemies is they've been taken over by this like rust or what looks like kind of purple gloop on some of these islands and pacifying once you've taken all of their hp down allows you to stop them being rusted or whatever i don't know what the term they use is but it it turns them back into normal critters that run around the island Mm -hmm. essentially uh well, no, there's no. Everything's been plant-based so far, Lucy. There's no. Okay. There's, 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 mm, yeah, there's go. no. Uh, there's no animal harm. I suppose you're battering the shit out of them, mm-hmm. but you then just turn them back into nice <laughs> animals that hang out. Um, yeah. But part of it is uh, um, the part I like about it is that there's a little strategy element to it. That all of the animals, all of the the, the things that you come and fight. fight feel a little bit different so some of them will be more prone to melee attack some of them will be more prone to the blast uh, kind of magic ranged attack some of them you can't really hit unless you weaken them in some way and actually putting up a shield if they hit you they might be slightly stunned in which time you have to try and hit them so there is a little bit of play between the two characters being like right i'm gonna hold a shield on for this character and I'm going to charge up a melee attack. So I know when they've been stunned, I can melee this this animal, this monster, and it will take a big percentage of their kind of life down. Or you both hold down impact and you do like a duo 
impact hit where both of the characters will go in. Uh, there's a lot of play around that, which is really good, but just that control scheme on those four buttons, I, I constantly move my hands and find that when I'm wanting to hit impact on one of them, I'm accidentally hitting shield, or when I want to hit shield, I'm hitting impact mm. accidentally. And you have to hold the buttons down to charge these things. So I can understand why they're not clicks with the mouse. You know, I, I'm not I'm not using my mouse at all to play this game. But mm. I kind of just want something a little bit tighter or a little bit more spaced out. Um, I haven't checked accessibility options and, and, and rebinding keys and those sorts mm. of things. And that may be there. What about controller? Uh, I haven't plugged in a controller, so I don't know. I don't even know if it has controllers. But, and again, I'm playing it on Game Pass, so whether it will support the, mm. the DualShock 4. Yeah, you've got, you've kind of gotten screwed by that multiple times, haven't yes. you? Yeah, I don't think there's any game on Game Pass Just I've played. Xbox, it's 360. I should. I, I should get one. I mean, I should get one of those Xbox controllers I'm where you can... Playing re- control. Well, I should get one where you can remap and I can put my stick... Down so they're symmetrical sticks or something. I think some third some mm. third party ones would probably um, suit you. Just just have the inline yeah. sticks. Yeah, and it's knowing whether those third yeah. party ones will work with Game Pass PC uh, two. You know, whether yeah, they're natively. I, mean, I think if it's that. a Windows gamepad, it probably will. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, but so so the one thing that you've reminded me of the the one thing that sucks about a controller is I think it. It just is a more of a game paddy game, but I like I got a headshot perk, and I'm like I cannot aim nearly as well. Like coming off of like my cyberpunk build, where I'm like slowing down time and just headshotting six guys, and that's the encounter. And now it's like, ah, is this perk worth it? I'm kind of missing a lot because I'm so not used to aiming with a stick. But everything else about that game screams use a controller. Mm. So and like you, mm-hmm. unless you use a perk or try to do headshots consistently, like you can still kill things. Like it's not center mass is fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I think like <laughs> uh, I use this Xbox One controller for the same reasons. It's a it's the a Bluetooth Xbox One controller. Now they all are. They used to for a while yeah. they didn't, which was insane. You needed to have a. A cable. Oh, I, I've I've got mine plugged in. Oh, yeah, but is that one of your one of nice your Minecraft one? Thousands of fancy versions of controller. <laughs> yeah, one of the ten or whatever it is, probably more. Ten. Yeah, I've got a lot of them. I should just really send you one then, but. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how much. Who knows? Who knows whether we can get here, Lucy? Maybe I should um. Be sat underneath a pile yeah. of Christmas presents if somewhere. If we ever see each other again, I will just give you one. <laughs> <laughs> you can even shop around, tell me which one's your favourite one. Ooh. Somewhere off limits. Unless you want one that says juicy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be reminded of you every time I pick it up, Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean, my mine, uh, although I don't think you'll be able to see because uh, of blur, but it says outoflives.net hey. right there. Uh, it says the Omniarch on it. That's very mm. Yeah, because I got a free the Omniarch badge, which is when I designed this. Because I got this off of because Canada was doing the design of controller before mm-hmm. the UK, uh, and I was like, 
The only reason I did black here was because I had already won this on some other game site or something. I'm like, well, I like the fact that my gamer tag is mm -hmm. on the controller, so I guess it's black on the back. Yeah, all the mine are black on the back because yeah. I I have the uh, rechargeable ones. So I just oh, you just the... shove the yeah yeah fair. Mm -hmm. yeah. I just have rechargeable triple uh, double A's. Same same. Uh, I I I. I moved on from that life a long time ago <laughs> but that's because I play a lot with, yes, um, yes. Shoppers, so. um, but yeah Maybe. I don't know if Haven is um, yeah Toe Germinal Toe Germinal controller compatible horny Toe Germinal I mean Toe Germinal was pretty fucking yeah. horny anyway right <laughs> well, I mean that was um, yeah they were definitely a yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely they definitely yeah. were um, I mean these you know you and Kay you're a little bit more uh, fleshed out, I suppose, than, than Toe Jam and L. Um, there's a lot of dialogue. You know, it does it does lend itself to that kind of visual novel uh, style of game because there is a lot of chat between the two of them. But it's welcome in between the exploration kind of elements. Uh, but it's fun. Uh, I, I didn't mm -hmm. expect it to be maybe quite as uh, linear as it is. Um, but you very much mm. uh, find that when you're moving between these little sort of islands, um, and these are kind of, I, I say islands, there's no sea. These are sort of like space areas, and you're, yeah. you're hopping between floating rocks, essentially, or floating land masses. Um, that, that everything kind of has various paths, and you do unlock mm. a compass at some point, so you can bring up a map to show you. Oh yeah, I've been here. I've been here. I've been here. My our base is over here. We haven't explored this one over here yet. There's still something to find over here, which is a nice touch as well because I was kind of blindly moving through the world up to a certain point, and then they introduce this, and I oh brilliant. Okay, now I can go back. Now I can see this. Now I can go there. Okay, I can understand that those eight islands over here are kind of all self-contained and it's just me now moving across to here which might open up a little bit over here but it is much more linear than I than I thought it was going to be which is nice um, as we were saying with, with Cyber Shadow it's nice sometimes when things just just push you through that, that path that they want you to, to go down and it isn't you know it not everything has to be about backtracking all the time mm. except control mm. Which is all about mm. Mm. lovely map. <laughs> How are you finding the map, Adil? In, In control. Uh, I know they. Re yeah, I know they revamped they? it a bit. Uh, I honestly, um, I'm annoyed that I like. So it's like up on the D pad. But down on the D-pad is switching between left and right shoulder view, which sometimes I just like... Because nothing else so far in the game uses the D-pad. I kind of wish it was just jam the D-pad, hit the map. Mm. <laughs> like, make it a button. Because I yeah. never want to change my shoulder. If I do in a game, it's almost always going to be in an option. And so I mm -hmm. like sometimes just, like, hit it. Um, but the other thing is, it, it sort of comes as an overlay, and you can still walk around... But you can't navigate the map outside of the floor you're on, which is a little annoying. Like, I wish it was open a map, and there's no zooming in, there's no waypointing. It's just like, here's the map, where are you? And it's like, 
okay, I kind of need to... So I'm facing this way. Okay, I'm, I'm fine with maps, but it feels very... Did this really come out last year? Or two... Two years ago. Yeah, 2019, wasn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. It's, it's like, yeah, it's little things like... Um, like I, the question marks, the, the fact you can't zoom in, like it's just like some of these, like it's it's a weird corridor thing, and like I have a big mm-hmm. screen, but if I was on a smaller screen, then it will being like okay, this is the path I need to do would suck. Luckily, most of the levels I've seen so far, it's pretty organic. Like I don't really use the map that often, unless it's okay. like uh, so I'm just like navigating by my brain. Yeah, because there's um, there's obviously signs on where mm-hmm. to go, like in the game. Um, exactly, which yeah. is cool. But yeah, um, that only worked when you were like within that kind of department or 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 annex of that building. But um, yeah, the map sucks. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, <laughs> and and it would lag every time I tried to, you know. Oh yeah, so I don't have any lag it. problem. It's yeah. just not a very nice useful map like i i would rather uh, the map mm-hmm. and just know that i can't check it when other people are around and be able to zoom in and interact with it than a sort of semi like a, an overlay kind that's an overlay. like covering 90 yeah. percent of what you see and with some semi-transparency mm-hmm. but honestly i I, mean, it's, I haven't felt like i've needed it the hardest part, but I'm also like played five hours in a couple of days, which has been helpful versus if I was doing it in smaller stints. Because mm-hmm. I wish the map had markers or something. Because, like, when I got the level one key card, I'm like, I remember there was this place and this place that had level one key cards. Then I got to level two, but now I, I know there's like level four key card places way in the early bits somewhere in the middle mm-hmm. and then whenever i get like because i'm on level three key card right now and it's like i know kind of roughly two ish doors yeah. that i could go back to but i know there's probably five or four and, and like ha- having to then my only option is go back go to floor one yeah run around it's literally in behind of the janitor's closet where that one door is and just like yeah so like Mm. i i already know that's gonna be difficult and like so this is why i was like oh when i the one time i was like stupid map was when i was like oh i'm a level two oh this is a level four door that i like i barely noticed open map well guess i'm going to have to remember or not do that door (laughs) Uh, mm. and which sucks because like one of the things I really like about this game is I'm enthralled by it so I am purposely not going the way I can because I see a way mm-hmm. or the, the way that like the plot way because I'm like ah but there's also this place I'm going to go here first mm. and I'm going to pick up all the things and I'm going to read them this is neat and then I'm going to go do the plotty thing and like when you're like that type of transfixed and you're like Oh, but the game is actively working against me doing this because there's no way for me to be like level four door here, here, and here. Cool. Like, I, I said this in in I don't remember what game it was. It was on first looks, but I find it really annoying in games. Like, given like the quality of life should just be default, which is like when your character would know something, 
but because you as a player haven't done the thing, the character is just like helpless. With maps, it's a little like okay, maybe she's not paying attention. But some, it's like things like, um, oh, it was uh, among trees. It mm. was when you track a quest. Um, it's like you need these items, and then you put some of them in the house storage unit. It puts the resets the item count to zero. Yes. yes. It's like you need sixteen of these things. You had seven. I put them away. You have zero, and it's like. Right. If the if you think about what the game UI is trying to mimic, it's me remembering how many of these things I have. And it seems really stupid for my scavenger adventurer person to be like, I guess I have none back home. Mm. And like this is less bad conceptually, but it's the same type of thing, which is I've been here. I should be able to say there's a level four door here. Yeah, I I don't go to those levels of thinking. <laughs> to be I just think it is a game, and I'm not. Sh- I mean, what's her name? Jesse. Yeah. yeah. Jesse Faden. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, she thinks all weird and wonderful things in her monologue. So I, 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 I thinking I, too much about her brother to know where the janitor's key and door is. So it's fine. Oh man, I want to know who that janitor She's is. Got a lot so on her bad. mind. She, she just made the director of the FBC. She's got bigger problems than that door. Yeah, I don't know. I just... It, it, yeah, so that's the, the one thing. Uh, and, and like I said, I think that's why I just kind of don't use the map and have just been mm-hmm. loading the... Because it's very floor-based, I find it okay to just sort of track it in my head. Mm. Yeah, um, then you go to like an ethereal plane and then you, yeah. there is no... You just like you come out some other door and it's like where am I? I don't know. Yeah, so I've I've only <laughs> I haven't seen anything too extreme that way. I guess. Um, yeah. But yeah. Cool. Um, let's move on then, Good. and probably to our final topic of the episode. Lucy, you had something else you wanted to discuss mm. this week. Yeah. Nuts. Oh. Nice. Nuts. Mm, and bolts. Yeah. No, just nuts. No banjos or kazooies. Um, just squirrels. Just uh, right. Yeah, <laughs> it's called nuts. I, I think it's got a. Um, it's not just called nuts, like the, the like the. Because I was googling nuts, because <laughs> I was like <laughs> looking for the game, and it was just like, oh yeah, there's like a smutty men's magazine called nuts that. Is still wow. around somehow. Um, like early two thousands. I think. Mad mag. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, nuts. I think it's called a. Uh, is it a surveillance mystery or a squirrel surveillance mystery? Um, you're looking at squirrels. It's got this really cool art style. It sort of reminds me of like, like a negative of a photo kind of. Um, hmm. Like these off colors and. Very vibrant neon colors with the. It's got a really great art style. Google it um, if you haven't seen the game. But yeah, that that alone was striking and just um, you know drew me towards the game. And then it was like, oh, this is coming out on Apple Arcade. I think it came out last week. A lot of Apple Arcade games that I want to get through, and I was like, I should finish some before. Um, but I just like <laughs> screw it. I just started it. Um, I pretty much played it all in one night. Uh, The first night that I started playing, I was like, I downloaded it on my phone. I was like, 
I want a bigger screen. Let me get yeah. it up on my iPad, and it chugged. It was like the frame rate was oh. awful. It was choppy, and I was like, "What is going on?" Um, couldn't believe how bad it was. It was like at ten frames per per second. I was like, "Back to my iPhone, I guess." Um, hmm. I don't know why, because I'm sure my iPad is like like newer than this phone I have. I, I I don't know. I don't know when the iPhone eight came out versus the. Yeah, I imagine the iPad's newer. Maybe it's just a bigger screen. Maybe I mean, you, you, you might just have bought an iPad that will, maybe wasn't the highest process or RAM or something. They should all be good. Come on, Apple. Um, That's not how it works. Has it been more than eight months since you since bought I it? Have... Yeah. Yeah, that's why. Fucking buy another one. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I had because my last iPad was from like 2013, and then I didn't get one to like 2019 or something. Didn't feel the need. Oh, um, so so you owe them like multiple upgrades? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I was hanging on to an iPhone 6 Plus for like seven years or whatever. So they're built built to last. So I'll, I'll you know I'll, I'll give them credit for that. But anyway, um, I went back to the the the, the iPhone 8. Um, and wasn't too bad uh, in terms of the screen size or whatever. I was just, yeah, it was very close up to my face. So, um, and somehow I still don't need glasses. So go figure. Um, yeah, it's it's. I think the easiest comparison is like Firewatch, where you're basically out in this um, this trailer, this caravan in the woods, and you are basically a. Uh, postgraduate who's um, uh, doing this uh, field research for like um, you know looking at the the life of the mm. squirrels you know uh, to make sure that this you know big bad oil company or whatever doesn't come and you know just uh, fell all these trees in this land and just you know raise the land to build their factories or whatever um, Want to prove that the, the, these little squirrels—they they they need the forest yeah. or whatever. Standard um, environmentalist it, stuff. Mm. Yeah, and it's got that kind of Firewatch kind of um, vibe in it. Well, it's first person. You're you're speaking to this one person, not over a uh, walkie-talkie, but over an actual corded phone right. in your in your trailer. Um, and it's got this kind of uh, ominous kind of vibe to it where things are not quite okay. as they seem and things are not quite right the nuts, um, uh, uh, the, nuts. the squirrels unionised <laughs> yes <laughs> the squirrels unionised and they're coming to kill <laughs> everyone um, <laughs> uh, they have the power now uh, if impunity they're just going to kill all the humans but um, yeah the, where, where things are you know Something's not right, and you're a bit on edge. Um, you know, being isolated in this caravan in the middle of the forest. Um, and just like Firewatch, and the story doesn't really pay off. I'd Ooh. say Firewatch is okay. worse because it's like that was going for. I think Firewatch bigger in scope, um, even though that was still made by a really mm. small team. It, I think Firewatch had bigger ambitions in this game um, for its story, definitely. Uh, whereas this is like, didn't really expect it to go away. I think the story was just like, 
a nice little addition, mm. but um, you know, I didn't didn't really expect much of it. Ended in a okay way. Nothing mind blown. Nothing that was like, oh, you know, I was right to be on edge or whatever throughout some of the some of the game. But I think where I really like this game is just the mechanics of it, um, as well as the art style. And um, I will say, like some of the like the foley work in it is like some some of the best. It's like really really immersive. It really feels like you're you're in that forest and um yeah i think the mechanics of basically you've got these cameras on tripods and you're then setting up these tripods around the forest you're given like a gps location of where you know these uh squirrels usually you know have their trees and their habitats and it's like okay we want to record the what they're doing at night and you know you know, track their track their paths, their movements, and stuff like that. And I think they always move, you know, which is not quite real life, but they always move in like the same, uh, same positions like every single night. Which is okay. It's a yeah. video game, whatever. <laughs> they're they're going on their nightly commute to their to their nuts or their you know dens or whatever. But um, so basically, you're tracking them from from their source, and then you you're trying to see where they end up at the end of the night so you've got these uh, first of all you got like two cameras and then you get a third one later on in the game um, basically stationing them where you um, where you see the squirrel and see where they move so it's like okay I'll put that camera further down this trail and then I'll see them um, later on in the night and then basically it's a few different steps of um, positioning the cameras to, every night to see where they actually end up um, and yeah, it's, that is the game, <laughs> you're just okay. tracking squirrels, and it's so much fun, and it's just, I, the, the feeling of just like, oh, following them along their trail, and there's, there's just such a good feeling to, like, the analog tech in that game, because, um, every night when you get back to your trailer, you're basically... Uh, pressing rewind, fast forward on this, you know, videotape of the of the footage you captured that night, and then um, you're basically given a task. So like, oh, we need to see where the squirrel uh, ends up. What does their den look like? You're basically, um, you know, changing between television sets and then printing out the image and then faxing the image nice. over to this. Uh, this this woman in a, who's helping you, and it's just just the feeling of like oh yeah, it's sort of got like that like papers please kind of like uh, satisfying you know kachunk when you make the stamp on the mm. passports and stuff. It's got that really good tactile feeling to it. Um, played on uh, controller, so didn't didn't play on the touchpad, but um, it's still got that really nice uh, feeling to it. And yeah, some of the like um, sound work in it, like the printing of the um, printer and like the fax machine and just the phone ringing and everything like that. It's just it's just got a really good feel and sound to it. And nice. That that's where I enjoyed this game. That's where I found that enjoyment in it. It's like I could have just done that for several more hours. It's probably about three hours in all. Um, probably like about five chapters. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's just 
just give me an old printer and fax machine and corded phone and put me up in the woods and I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Nothing but so, squirrels. I mean, <laughs> you you could go and do that now yeah. and no one would would even bat an eyelid, Lucy. To be fair, <laughs> yeah. everyone's inside, so no one knows that I, you're just yeah. you know parked up yeah, in the local. True. In the local park, watching the squirrels. But where am I going to find an old CRT TV? Mm. Facebook Market, probably. I do wonder, uh, and a generator. People, 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 people are still um, buying and selling shit. You can go and just, you know, get breathed all over by someone else <laughs> while you pick up CRT. Who's going to accept my facts of squirrel pictures? <laughs> Yeah. And you got this nice corkboard that, you, you, pin, can you, that you can, can you? put photos on. And, you don't even need a caravan. Um, what trees can you see from your window? <laughs> oh, there's quite yeah. a lot of trees. There you go. Some of them are bare, wow. though. Like the, mm. yeah. There are some evergreens. Probably better to do in the uh, in the spring. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just just good feeling. Just <laughs> pinning my photos of squirrels <laughs> on that corkboard. Just arranging them all nice. You can have that every day. <laughs> I love games that have admin... <laughs> <laughs> Admin with old tech. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. Nuts. It's it's good. good. It's really enjoyable. It's it's not got anything. Uh, you know, I, I, when you say greater than some of its parts, I don't think it is. I just think it's just like yeah, I like those. That central mechanic and mm. the art style's great, and the and the, and the um, just the mm. sound is great. So. Nice. Nice. My- my I internet is being extremely slow at the moment. Oh no! Uh, is it just a um, Apple Arcade game? It it's coming to PC okay. and Switch in a week okay. or so. Nice. I think it had a two-week um, quote-unquote exclusivity period, but it, it's coming to other platforms. Oh yeah, it's just loaded, yeah. and the first one that comes up is is a Steam. Page it just says 2021 mm. currently. Yeah, I mean it's great that that we don't have these exclusivity periods that are just stupidly long. Um, like I just saw that was it Journey of the Savage Planet just came yes. out on Steam now because it was yeah. an Epic exclusive and it's like a whole year. Mm. I mean, year in the scheme of things isn't long, but when if you're excited for a game, you just want to play on the goddamn platform of choice it's like if there's a pandemic and it's actually been four years yes yes Yes. yeah that's what i like because you know this game was um in the credits it said uh produced by apple Mm. Mm. so they could have just kept it on the um really small team as well it's like i think four Mm. main people four or five main people in the in the central team and then just you know Contractors, yeah, and stuff like that outside of it. Again, so. not to get into this topic too much because we've discussed it at length. But Apple's kind of strategy in this space just seems so odd. Weird, uh, like the whole idea that they but- were cancelling projects because they couldn't have like constant monetization to them or people coming back to them. And then you get like nuts, or, or one of the other games that they play, and then it's going to be on other platforms as well. Obviously, the the developers have negotiated with Apple some kind of 
um, you know, licensing yeah. to put it out on other things. And you know, yes, it might be produced by Apple. They may have funded it to a certain extent, but the devs have gone sure. But can we do this elsewhere? You know, that, obviously a conversation yeah. kind of between them. I would, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. It's like I thought about that as well, and then I thought, you know what? If Apple are footing the bill to have these cool little indie projects and they're not making a dime off it, then they're a trillion dollar company. True. Who cares? Mm. Like, good. That's how you, you know. Yeah, do that. Um, it's sort of like that. That that I can't remember. Is it EA Originals? Is that the name of the program where they say that we don't profit off it? We don't make a dime on these. Is like, that, indie is that games. why they stopped just, doing it? No, they haven't stopped doing it. I think, um, what's his name? Joseph... Fares. Fares, is that his name? Not Joseph Fares. Joseph, Joseph Fares. Um, yeah, yeah, his new game's coming out by that, and so is, um, is it Zoink's yeah, new the, game? So they're still doing that the original last Zoink program. game? Is it Fee? Or Fae? Yeah, Faye, yeah, 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 that was yeah. one of those, wasn't mm. it? Uh, it was Unraveled. Yeah, one of those as well. I don't think Unravel uh, was. I think that was there was one about the program. A girl in a boat last year. Yes. Sea of Solitude. That was mm. okay. But they seem um, very few and far between for EA, don't they? First Joseph Farah's Oh, was, a way out. Uh, not great. Mm. Yeah, that wasn't good. That was like if you've seen every Hollywood movie heist prison film and stitched them all together and mm. just made them all terribly worse. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. It seems like they only have like a, a set number of developers, mm. like three or four or something. But uh, you, you know what? It, 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 even if it's just one, it, if that that team gets to make yeah, something absolutely. cool, yeah, yeah. And, you know, EA are signing the checks. And, why and again, not? it was like the when Ubisoft put out Valiant Hearts and uh, Child of Light. Child yeah. of Light, mm. Grow Home. Hmm. Mm. They've decided not to do it anymore because they just. But they, they were profiting yeah. off those, so yeah. EA seems whatever they're doing just seems very. You know. Yeah. Here you go, devs. I don't understand the business model myself, but they've got enough money. That's true. And and the, and the yeah. people that decide these things, um, at least at Ubisoft, are just you know. More worried about covering up fucking sex pests and stuff, so they're not going to make those games <laughs> anymore. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. No, I'm good because I liked some of those games, and then I, I don't want to buy those, those games. Those games were excellent. Child of Light and Valiant Hearts mm. were very good games. Mm-hmm. Grow Home was fun too. Yes, and yeah, Grow it was fun. Up. Yeah. Mm. Cool. That's probably a good place to finish this week then. Yeah. On the little Ubisoft downturn, but I love them nuts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More nuts. More nuts needed. These nuts. Mm-hmm. They should have. I hope the sequel is nuts to these nuts. I wonder if there are some licensing issues around that. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Trey's like, what is this squirrel game? Next to my uh, Beats for iPhone app. <laughs> See, nuts. It's fine, just put some Beats in the, in the, in the game. Yeah. <laughs> there's some. There's, some, there's, yeah, there's, there's, the there's a crossover. <laughs> The Scandinavian <laughs> indie team, <laughs> Dr. Dre. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, oh dear. Uh, Adol, you had two beers. Uh, I think it's probably a preference. But I'll come to you oh, for it. Oh, what do you think the preference is? Your preference is, is probably the uh, more stout. I think both probably for you lacked a little bit, but I think you're drawn to a stout a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, the contrarian in me is like, nah. no, I mean, I, I yes, I think that is entirely correct. Uh, you've saved me some words. Uh, the electric boogaloo I wanted to like more, but ultimately it tasted more like juice than beer. Mm. Like there was, it felt like the the passion fruit and the citrus and the low carbonation um, were just working against anything sort of beery or hoppy for a Nipa. Uh and it just was, you know, it it was it was quick and like I said, it could be easily like a semi fermented juice, which is not a thing you should drink. But, you know, um, like in the sense of like there was carbonation, but it was like most of the tasting notes were just kind of like passion fruit juice with some citrus mm. and, and not terrible, but like not beery enough for me. And the stout was a stout at 5%. Um, I think it's a quintessential stout at 5%, which uh, long term listeners know that like oh, I think all of us agree that like you want we want like a boozier stout um and so a quintessential stout at five percent is like damning praise Mm. it's quintessential but still there's just a little something lacking and i think it's thinner than it could be even at a lower abv um and the finish just was real quick they didn't give them a lot to linger i like a stout to be a little more boisterous um Mm -hmm. and this just is a stout In, I mean, it is literally what they wrote on the tin, and that's the good things and the bad things, I guess. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, so actually kind of a meh day, week for me this week. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily reach for these. Unless I was in a super stouty mood and wanted to use this, um, the Moors, as like a session stout or something, because it's lower ABV. But even then, I think I'd rather just sup something a little hardier or something with a longer legs. Yeah, that's fair. Nice. Cool. Um, For me, obviously, there was only one beer, but it was very nice. Uh, Stiberts, Stigberts, how do you say that? How would you guys say it? Stigberts? Stigberts. Yeah. Not Ernie, but Stigberts. Yeah, the Julius Xmas Tribute Nipper. Uh, it was very nice, super easy, super soft, full of stone fruit, lovely, absolutely lovely beer. Uh, if the Treehouse Julius is, you know, the next kind of step up, because this is a this is a clone, so you, you expect maybe a little bit of a drop on on what's being produced. Uh, but yeah, if the if the Treehouse Julius is um, is a little notch up from this, then that is a beer to get. Uh, one that mm. I would like to sort of seek out. Who knows with American beers whether we ever get them over here. Uh, but I'm sure someone somewhere imports them. I could do some research. I could pay 15 quid for a can probably, but I won't. So, mm. uh, they are the beers we've drank. They're all the games that we would like to discuss this week. If you want to come and talk to us about the beers you are drinking or the games that you are playing. You can do so in lots of different ways. You can go to Twitter at TankedUpCast. 
you can go to Instagram, which is also tagged up cast, which is often ignored. Uh, I take the pictures and then do nothing. I do as well. Take the pictures and then they just sit on my phone. Uh, You can go to outoflives.net. You can go to the Out of Lives Network YouTube page. You can also check out their Twitter channel as well, which I think is Out of Lives Net. Maybe. Uh, All of us are on Twitter, are on various gaming platforms. You can get hold of us. I am at Nova underscore 47. Adel is at the Omniarch. Lucy is at JuicyLuce9. Contact us on Twitter or somewhere if you want to play some games with us and we'll throw you over some invites and some such to, you know, those gaming platforms that have ridiculous codes and numbers to be able to connect to people on. Not to single one provider out. Uh, Ooh, yeah. But... None of us fucking have that, to be fair. Uh, now I want an Ouya just to make that a thing that we could We do. could, or Stadia. I bet it's really hard to connect people on Stadia. I've got no idea. Might be really easy. If you love Stadia, let me know how much of a dickhead I am for calling them out for not being good. You know what? I'm, I, I see the merit in it, and I wish it was better. Oh, uh, there's, I, yeah, there's absolutely merit in it. Click play. I mean, but, I think uh, when I tried that Immortals oh, yes. game, that Ubisoft game, it looked like it. I wiped Vaseline <laughs> on the screen. So. Uh, that might just be that might just be Ubisoft, though. To be fair, yeah, they are just smeared. <laughs> they they're they are. Um, oh, I'm cornered. I guess I'll use this as lube. That is what Ubisoft is. Oh, nasty, nasty! I meant it exactly how you took it. Uh, Good. Uh, Um, If you've got a couple of minutes, rate us, review us, subscribe, like, share, tell your friends, get in touch with us. You can also come to our Discord channel as well. Shoot one of us a message, and we'll send you over a link to that. Because currently, we're not searchable. On the old Discord, but come on. Oh yeah, we gotta fix that. We gotta fix that thing. But come and have a chat with us. Tell us about what you're playing, what you're drinking, or just the general you know, chat about entertainment. Adol and I do Geek Out Weekly every, normally every Monday, uh, where we talk not so strongly about a, a topic each week. Um, that will be up also in a podcast version and on the YouTube channel, so you can search that out in your podcast service of choice uh, I think that's everything I think I've covered all of the things uh, go to outoflives.net remember that one we are part of I mean, we are outoflives basically uh, <laughs> that's it oh out of rupees oh yes oh yeah oh, out yes. of rupees that I recorded uh, we, we recapped the whole of last year because we didn't Recording. I, I find that year. nuts. I find that nuts so, that you didn't do one episode last year. It was a slow year for Nintendo. It, yeah, it sure was. <laughs> That's definitely true. Of, of all the companies that made headlines for be, having video games in 2020. I mean, they put out Animal Crossing and then they all. Does it matter? Yeah. That's true. After that, though, Hades. That's probably the other big release on yeah. the Switch. We talked a yeah. bit Hades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Uh, we're going to try and do that a bit more often. Um, 
Nice. So, yeah. Look out for Good. That. Excellent. Uh, so, they're the games, they're the beers, they're the places you can chat to us. For this week, we have been tanked up. Bye-bye. See you later. Ciao www.outoflives.net